to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball, basketball, football, NASCAR, plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling the Conversation Station or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream, or computer. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devin, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, and Bill Sparks. We get so many new staff on here, we're going to have to update that promo. Hello, I'm Bill Sparks, and welcome to the Sports Lounge Live. It's going to be really busy tonight, so I'm going to turn it over to Chris. Okay. Hey, everybody. It's uh, show number 65. This is November 3rd, 2019. And before we get started, I want to mention my uh, the passing of my brother, Joel, who uh, was uh, living out in the Bay Area. He, we, I grew up with five other brothers. There were six of us all together, and we were all into sports one way or the other. And uh, Joel was not as much into spectator sports, sitting down and watching a game. He wanted to play. So he was more, you know, the other guys played golf, but he didn't want to do that. He did soccer and basketball, we had baseball and, you know, things like that. Uh, but then uh, and he was a good high school player, but then he started to get into golf later and he was a good athlete he became as good a golfer as the other brothers we grew up right on a golf course there so they were all very good at that and then um you know he, he followed the bay area teams because he moved out there but he also followed our Boston team he, he went to the oakland coliseum and saw the red sox a few times called me from there and you know told me what was happening uh, you know and that was really neat so uh, he was a great guy and uh, you think i'm a little out there he was way out there but he, no one will ever forget him that met him that for sure he was a heck of a guy so anyway um chris i think medication. we would just all feel sorry for your mom having that many boys Oh, yeah. Well, my mother, my mother, she said she wouldn't have known what to do with girls. She got, she got married later in life, and she had been a Navy chief in the waves, and she just figures, I don't know how to raise a girl. I think she would have figured it out, but uh, she was, you know, it was just crazy with the thick of it, that's for sure. And before so we anyway, do get started, we do have a couple yep. things to mention, too. Number one, today is a Main Reason's birthday, so Main Reason, we hope you have a, a very happy birthday. So uh, yeah, today is yep, his birthday, do. and this would have been the birthday of my former guide dog, Bonzo, so on a personal note, we want to mention that too. Was, bed, was bedtime for Bob Bonzo an issue or did he like to sleep? <laughs> oh no, he loved to sleep. <laughs> did he? Okay. He did. All right. So why don't we get Sean going on uh, what he runs us out down on first at the beginning of the show and then we'll get into the NFL. Well folks, of course, you can call in, as it said, by dialing 646-876-9923 or downloading your Zoom app. And when you're in, you do 287-723-4600, pound key twice. You are muted when you come in, but if you want to ask a question, if you're on your phone, hit star 9. If you're on the computer, do Alt-Y and the more key on your smartphone. Also, if you were listening throughout the week, or even if you think of something, call up 800-693-0595. Go to option two. That's normally the All Things Radio voicemail, but we use it also. Hey, you can check it out over there. And if you want to interact. And we actually have a call on that this week. Yes, yes we, we do. do. Oh, yes, okay. we do. And if you want to interact with us throughout the week, 712-432-3642. Board number nine is the Sports Lounge Board, and board 13 is the schedules board, all the TV schedules, the XM series schedules, your NFL, NBA, NHL, all your schedules are over there. So anyway, it was yeah, it was a pretty interesting day in the NFL. We got some breakfast at Wembley and, you know, all that. And so I guess we'll just yeah. get on into the NFL. Right. 
right. Yep. Well, the, the first game was actually on Thursday night. 49ers 28, the Cardinals 25. That was an inter- That was a more interesting game than I think a lot of people thought it was going to be. It was. Arizona is playing good football. I mean, they, they don't really have are. the talent. They don't have the talent that some teams, they're going to be, their fans are going to feel good. If they win six, seven games this year, which is the way they're going, they're going to feel pretty good about next year and going in in a tough division. Now, you you, you know, it's going to be hard to, with the Rams, Seahawks, and 49ers in front of you, but <clears throat> they're going to be quite, quite a team down the road. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, Kyler Murray is doing very well. Uh, they got right out in front of uh, San Francisco. San Francisco kind of took control of the game, and then they got a late touchdown to make their sport, score a little closer. But it wasn't indicative, I think, of the way the game played. They played a tough game. And, you yeah, know, Kyler, and Kyler Murray did not have David Johnson, one of his big we- you know, one of their big no. weapons that they'd always use. So, right. you know, yeah, and, you credit them for playing as good a game as they did. Yeah, no, the 49ers had to work for it last week, so or this yep. week, I should say. So, mm-hmm. yep. And as Sean pointed out, we did have a breakfast game today, but the game wasn't really all that good. It was the Texans 26 no. and the Jaguars 3. Yeah, yes. Jacksonville, uh, yep. is, this is going to bring up an interesting point about the uh, Jaguars. Of course, since they went to London, that means they have their bye week next week, uh, as, and I'll read you the schedule later, but they'll be one of the teams on a bye, and uh, Nick Foles is scheduled to come back. <clears throat> so what are they yep. going to do? Minshew has not That's played badly, but yep. it's going to be a question. You know, Foles didn't do anything wrong. He just got hurt, so uh, well, what are you going to no, do? The, the coach announced after the game, Chris, that Nick Foles would have the job when he came back. So Okay, there and, you go. Yes, he did. And I, as uh, Mark Vandermeer and Andre Ware were talking about Minshew mania, is it probably over? You know, the whole Minshew mania, they were talking about that. Well, he's and done enough now, to get a, get one of these jobs. There's so many quarterbacks that are just kind of yucky you know, out there. About, yeah, starting. no, I it, believe it, this is... If, J- if Jacksonville gets, gets rid of him, he will get employed somewhere else. So. Yeah. And I believe yeah. this is the last game in London this year. Yes, yes it, it is. is. Uh, now, yeah, we, have the, we have Mexico City coming up in a couple of weeks. You know. Yeah, we oh, do okay. have Mexico City. and But, I mean, that's not as big a deal. It's like traveling right. here. But, I mean, right. you can even tell because they were amazed that, I guess, the fans, as many games they bring over in London, some of the fans were still confused because they go, oh, I think they thought it was halftime because they're all going to the concession stands or they're going <laughs> about that, but it wasn't really a good game at all. Now, the interesting thing about Mexico City is if it, we'll see if what their turf is like this year. Remember last uh, year? Oh, we were last, year, yeah, yeah, last was, year's came back to yeah. L.A. Yep. yep. Yeah. So yep. we'll have to see. Bills 24, Redskins 9. This was Dwayne Haskins' first start, and really it did not go all that well. And, nope. and the, nope. the, Bills, the Bills were really in control of this game most of the way. Well, the Bills are in control of their own destiny. If they keep doing what they're doing, beating the teams they're supposed to beat, I mean, they're going to have to play the Patriots again, and they've got some other games to play that are going to be tough. If they win them, the games they should, though, like games against the, the Redskins, they're going to be uh, one of the wild card teams. I mean, yeah, they're no, not going to win the division, they're, but they're, they're in good shape. They're 6-2, and two, so they're, they're doing yep. all right. Yeah, they are. Chiefs 26, Vikings 23. This was a good game all day, yeah. back and forth, and uh, a very good game. Harrison Butker hit, yeah. hit two field goals late in the game. I guess his nickname from Andy Reid is Harrison Butt Kicker. There you go. Well, he kicked some butts uh, with Minnesota. Sure and Minnesota went in there and played well. I picked Minnesota because I figured coming off the extra time off after their game with the Redskins that, and, and without um, Patrick Mahomes that this was going to be a tough game for the Chiefs, and it was. I mean, the Vikings were right in it, but uh, they managed to pull it out, and that was one they, they need. They want to keep uh, the Raiders and the Chargers at arm's length. You know, everybody's wondered what was wrong with the Chiefs, and uh, Paul Allen was saying today, uh, the voice of the Vikings, he said the problem with the Chiefs isn't really their offense. He said their defense doesn't look like it knows what it's doing. No, that no. Their, their defense is their weakness. So yeah. basically, Kansas City had to outscore people to beat them. So. Yep. 
And that's yep. not easy to do when you, you know, if you like minute here today with Minnesota, they got a deep, decent offense. But if you're going to play the Patriots in the playoffs or something, and you could have a game similar to what we had last year when they played the AFC championship game. Right. Dolphins 26, Jets 18. The Dolphins did win a game. And about that? To be, to be honest, Ryan Fitzpatrick played a very good game today. He does from time to time. He's, he's pretty, you know, he, about half the time he does. And that's why if you're going to have a backup, uh, he's the guy you'd like. Because, you know, if you're, if you're going to try to win some games, you know, this whole Josh Rosen thing is, is just not happening. I mean, it's pretty clear that they can't be very happy. Because if you're 1-7, why wouldn't you play the young quarterback that you picked up just to give him some experience? But I think they're, they're pretty much uh, psychologically moved on from him. That's my guess. By, by the way, by the way, though. By the way, let's have a little fun here for just a second. Chris, did you know uh, Jimmy Cephalo, who we know is the voice of the Dolphins? Yeah. He used to host. Did you know he hosted a game show? No, I didn't. He did. It was. It aired from September 1990 to May 1991. So clearly, it wasn't a successful game show. No. The title of it was Trump Card, and it was based on a <laughs> British game show called yeah. Bob's Full House, where what you answer questions to fill out a uh, bingo card and this okay. it, it didn't last long but just a little trivial note there jimmy cephalo was a game yeah. show host and okay it, and and that game that game was actually one of two in the early round that had a safety in it that doesn't happen that often yeah, it, right. you know it had two safeties in it didn't it, it had yeah. two safeties yep oh yeah it did have two each, safeties. Te- each yeah. team had one and yeah. now right. and yeah and now, and now Cincinnati's all by themselves in the winless category. That's right. They are. That's right. Yep. Eagles 22, Bears 14. The Bears had a chance in this game, but I, I think the Eagles were in control of it most of the way, and the Bears came back a little bit towards the end. But you're really starting to hear a lot of people talk about, is Trubisky really an NFL quarterback? Yeah, I, yeah. I decided to switch over. I've uh, on one of my teams. I have uh, Derek Carr or Trubisky, and traditionally I've been playing Trubisky the last couple of years. But I did switch over to Derek Carr today because Trubisky's not doing anything. And no, uh, he might you know, be just, headed. He might be headed for the bus category, guys. You know. Well, and you also wonder about the Bears coach. I mean, uh, you know, they've got to be kind of. There was a lot of hype about the Bears, and you've got to wonder whether uh, he's going to survive. Yeah, he could be on the hot seat. Well, the GM could be too, because remember he's the one that traded up to get Trubisky. So you, you yeah, right. and and every quarterback drafted after him in that draft has done very well. Yes, they have. Yeah. You know? so. Well, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure, Bill, you're not in a very happy mood tonight because the Steelers beat the Colts 26-24, and we feared that this would happen. Adam Vinatieri with a blocked extra point and a missed kick. That costed him the game today. Well, it's been coming on, and we knew it was kind of going to happen, and they kept self-destructing. Of course, it didn't help that you lose your quarterback, um, right. you know, in the end of the first quarter, second quarter. I mean, but those things happen. Uh, the, the Colts had the game yes. in control. Well, Brian Hoyer kept both teams in the game, as they he say. Yes, he, 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 he threw a couple touchdowns yes, for his side. He threw a couple for them. So, uh, you know, <laughs> he, he was, tries. And, you know, he can, he can play a decent game once in a while. He's not the worst backup the Patriots ever had, uh, but he's not a, a proven commodity. And if they lose Percet for any uh, amount of time, they're, they're going to be in trouble, especially now Houston's kind of taking the lead in that division uh, of course they're off next week as houston is but you know the colts uh, hopefully he'll be all right i don't know probably won't have any reports the, on the, the official tomorrow. the official report was a sprained mcl in the left knee okay sprained. So maybe it'll be just a few weeks 
Can you just go ahead and let Vinatieri retire? I mean, he's yeah. Not, I mean, Adam. You know, I mean, Adam. At the beginning of the to. season, you know, said, "Hey, look, I, I don't think I can do this anymore. I don't know why the Colts were able to talk him into sticking around. I mean, he's got a guaranteed spot in the Hall of Fame. Let the guy retire and you know, let him go about his business. Well, finding he's the, the all-time all leading scorer in the NFL as far as kickers. I predicted. Go. Remember that the Patriots would not hang on to Mike Nugent because he was always just a journeyman, and they didn't. Now they've got the, the folk you know, the yeah. kicker tonight. So it's not easy to go out and just say, oh, let's just get a kicker. I mean, uh, they all struggle. So, you know, if they don't have jobs, they're pretty much struggling, and even some of them that have jobs. So, you know, they may get the, the devil you know may be better than the devil you don't know. Well, Parky's available, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, yes, and we're going to get to we're going to get to him because Panthers 30, Titans 20, as Bill just pointed out. Cody Parkey was cut. Ryan Suckup came off of injured reserve, but... He had problems too. He missed a couple field goals and I think an extra point. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. the you know Carolina with the, the you know the, the quarterback here, Kyle Allen, he's really settled in. And there was a report today that they're still not sure what's going on with uh, Cam Newton, whether he's going to have surgery or not. They're still deciding. It sounds to me like he may not be back this year because Carolina could make the playoffs uh, with Kyle Allen anyway. So why rock the boat? Well, and right. from what I was hearing today, it's possible he may be done as a Carolina quarterback. Yeah, well, he could um, be. They're uh, they're talking about putting him on injured reserve, and I'm not I'm not sure what his contract status is, but it sounds like they may be moving on from uh, Mr. Newton. Yep. yep. Well, Raiders 31, Lions 24, and uh, boy, this was bad at the end of the game. This was bad management both ways. The Lions, you can't, you really need to throw that the ball far enough to get it into the end zone, and then they didn't do that. And I'll be darned if the Raiders didn't call a timeout to help them. I was listening on. Uh, the Lions broadcast, and the Raiders called that timeout, and Lomas Brown says, thank you, John Gruden. And uh, Dan yeah. Miller, the play-by-play guy, says it was no certainty that the Lions would even get a playoff without the timeout. I, I, I am so disgusted with John Gruden. I, I mean, we all know that he's good at you know inventing offensive plays and creating things, and he's good with quarterbacks, but his game management skills for somebody as who's an experienced head coach both with the Raiders twice now in Tampa Bay. I, I can't believe how many in-game mistakes he makes. Bill Belichick would eat him for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's it's uh, mind-boggling to me how many mistakes this guy makes on the sideline. Well, that's it. And then, you know, a lot of it is it, you're not going to see, like we're, we're sort of talking about the Patriots a little bit because they're upcoming, but you're not going to see a bunch of mistakes by Harbaugh tonight. He's a good coach. And, you know, usually Scott Zolak is making fun. He sure did last week of Fred, Freddie Kitchens and the, the Browns. Yeah. You're not going to see there is a real drop-off from the three or four really good coaches. I mean, even Andy Reid, he makes a lot of fun of Andy Reid, things he yeah. does. So, you know, but no, Gruden, uh, I think his, his time has passed him by, and, uh, you know, they've, they've just brought him in there, and it's just, you know, they got mesmerized by hearing him on Monday Night Football, I guess. I don't know. And yet we I, have forget what the play by, I forget what the player was even earlier in the game, and um, you know it's bad when Brett Musburger can be critical of you. If, if I were John Gruden, yes. I probably would be too pleased with that. Yeah, um, well, uh, for Raider fans, we have John Gruden for eight more seasons. So you know, unless they decide, to, unless they decide to eat some of that money, I don't. Well, yeah. I don't think Mark Davis is going to eat a penny. Uh, he's, Perry, remember, you know. he's old. Mark Davis is a millionaire in the land of billionaire owners. Him and the Spanos family are not as wealthy like some of the others. So yeah, he, it's harder for him to eat that contract. No, I, 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 somebody I think we're, I think we're stuck with him. You know. Well, I would that Jason Myers 
is the biggest fan of his offense today that oh, yeah. there is because the uh, Seahawks won 40 to 34 over the Buccaneers in overtime. The game wouldn't have been in overtime if Jason Myers would have hit a field goal. He didn't. The game went to overtime. They went down, scored a touchdown. So I think if I were Jason, I'd be taking the offense out to supper tonight. Yeah, the Absolutely. Bucks uh, were leading pretty much through the whole game, and you know Seattle came back and tied it up. And you know, <clears throat> it's, it's just uh, Tampa Bay is going to find a way to lose. I mean, they lost that game to the Giants at, at Tampa Bay. They've, they've lost a lot of close games, and that's going to be their their thing. They're going to sell their fans on. You know, if we had scored you know, the right 10 points, we would have had four more wins or whatever. Well, that's all well and good, but there are some teams that are just going to lose, and Tampa Bay is one of those teams. And in the meantime, Seattle, maybe they were slightly looking ahead to their game with the 49ers next week. I don't know. But uh, they, you know, they've got a tough bunch of games coming up, but they, that was a win they had to have because they really need to, uh, if they're going to get one of the wild cards, if you assume that the 49ers are going to win the division, they really need to, you know, they've got a whole bunch of teams that are looking for those wild cards, Carolina and the Rams and, you know, all that stuff. And, and you've got you've got to do your share or you're not going to be there. Mm-hmm. Right. Broncos 24, Browns 19. It just keeps getting worse for the Browns. Yeah, can we finally give up on the Browns being the surprise team of the year? I, I was not taken into it as much as some people, but some people were saying, oh, they're going to win nine or ten games. They're going to win their division. Well, Baltimore was around, and Pittsburgh was better at the beginning of the year with Roethlisberger, so I wasn't quite buying that. I said maybe they'll sneak into a wild card, but they just, uh, they, they, you know, the inexperience of their coach, and I, I just think they, they do a lot of talk and they do a lot of chirp and they talk about stuff they haven't even done. You know, it's one thing if you've uh, got a bit of a track record, but if you're two and six and, and you have now fallen, you know, behind um, the Pittsburgh by two games, I mean, they're out of it now. They really are. They're two and yeah. six. They're not, they're I was, I was listening yesterday to uh, Mad Dog Radio on XM and Jamie Dukes and Lance Meadow were on it. And Jamie Dukes says, you know, he said, if there's one thing players don't like is players who can't put up and they won't shut up. He said, I would bet you. And he said, I don't have anything to back this up. But he said, I'll bet Baker Mayfield's teammates really don't like him that well. Yeah. He said the guy will not shut up. Uh, yeah, you it's, got Odell Beckham on the team. You know, that's another and one. now and, Kareem Hunt. You know, yeah. Yeah, so Kareem Hunt. Go, so, yeah. go ahead, go ahead Sean. You were thing, trying to hold, – hold on, Chris. Go ahead, Sean. Well, you were trying to – well, and he, it's been that way with Mayfield over the years. That was part of the thing with Texas Tech when Kingsbury didn't give him the scholarship. It was he was very mouthy, and then at OU he kind of was. I mean, he's even even in high school he kind of was a little bit of a, from what I understand. So he's he's alienated teammates a lot of places. Yeah. Well, it's just if you haven't done it, don't talk about it. Wait till you do something. You know, it's like act like you've been there before kind of thing. And they just mm-hmm. they're just a, a bunch of crazy kids and they don't know what they're doing. And that's why they get you know, wiped out by these these teams that have some experience. And even even Denver, they've got a better program right now just because they, they know do. they're they don't expect to win. Uh, so they, they play really hard. And uh, and uh, now which Allen did we have a quarterback today? That was uh, Brandon. Brandon Allen. Allen. And speaking of Denver, Chris, we should mention that uh, Joe Flacco has been placed on injured reserve yeah. and is done for the season. I think that's the end of the Joe Flacco era in uh, Denver, especially since Brandon yes. Allen won today. So we had three quarterbacks named Allen uh, playing today, Josh Allen, Kyle Allen, and Brandon Allen. And uh, let's see, did they all win? Buffalo and uh, Kyle. Kyle, Yes, they all did. They all, yeah, all, all, all the Allens won. All the Allens won today. Well, Chargers, the Chargers won. They beat the Packers 26-11. to 11. With three minutes to go in the third quarter, though, the Packers had... 60 yards of offense total. 
Yeah, yeah. Is, I don't know Green, what happened. Green, Green Bay didn't show up today. It's every good. week there's a no. game like this, and you wonder what the heck happens because, you know, everybody picked the Green Bay to win the, that game, and or most people did. And, you know, yeah, it's a road game, but they were going to have most of the fans there, and they did. You know, you could hear the crowd. It, or the parts I listened, they were very loud, uh, you know, supporting oh, the yes, Packers. Oh, yes, they were. But, you know, That's it's the just they, they, got, they yeah. didn't get it done. I don't know what happened. And the whole NFC, now the one thing about it, and all the teams can be happy, the whole NFC North lost. So they didn't lose any ground to each other, but those that are further behind lost time to lost an opportunity to gain. Uh, they can look at it that way. But either way, the, the NFC North was wiped out today. Patriots and the Ravens. That game is just underway. Cowboys Giants yep. tomorrow night. So yep. we'll try to we'll and, and get you. No, and there's no score yet. So okay. okay. So so we Chris, got this. How about next week? Next week's schedule. All right, and we start with uh, Thursday, November seventh, all times Eastern. <clears throat> we have the Chargers at the Raiders, eight twenty p.m. on uh, Fox and NFL Network, and that means if you're going to listen on the radio and you're going to listen to local announcers, you either have to uh, listen to Brent Musburger or Matt Money Smith, or this might be a night for Westwood One. We'll just see what people want. I, to do. I would recommend Westwood One for people, but that's yeah. got to be Chirico or Ian Eagle, one of them, probably Chirico. Okay, so Sunday uh, on the 10th, we have uh, Detroit at Chicago, 1 p.m. on CBS. So there you go. We're flip-flopping networks again for some of this. Baltimore at Cincinnati, 1 p.m. on CBS. Buffalo at Cleveland, 1 p.m. on CBS. Now, there's one. The Buffalo should win. They're, you know, talking about the two yes. teams, this is probably why they won't. But Buffalo, you look at them, 6-2 and two, Cleveland, 2-6. and six, And, uh, you know, uh, Buffalo is, again, a good program. They they, are, they aren't expecting to win. You know, they're not acting like they're – they're acting like they have been have been there before. And, uh, you know, that, that's how they're winning these games. Carolina at Green Bay, 1 p.m. on Fox. And Green Bay will need to bounce back big time on that one. Kansas City at ten, Tennessee, 1 p.m. on CBS. I don't know if that means that Patrick Mahomes might be back next week. Do we know? Anybody uh, they, they, they suspect that he will be. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We have Atlanta at New Orleans, 1 p.m. on Fox. That should be a good one for the Saints. We have the uh, – and Drew, Drew Brees is supposed to be back, right? Well, he was back last time. He was right. back he last time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we have the Giants at the Jets, 1 p.m. on Fox. Oh, boy. So that was the trade-off there. They get they get the Giants-Jets game, I guess. Well, you know, yeah. no, they, that would be a Fox game anyway. But, yeah, it, 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 the Giants are on the road. But that's uh, – they say that's kind of significant in New York just for not just bragging rights, but where are you? Where is your program? You know, the Giants should beat the Jets, but will they? You know, that's the question. Yeah. They have more to lose in that game than the Jets do. Yep. Um, Arizona at Tampa Bay, 1 p.m. on Fox. Miami at Indianapolis, 4.05 p.m. And that is on uh, CBS, so that uh, Fox will have the doubleheader game. Uh, then we have, and, the, and the Miami's already won their game, Bill, so you don't have to worry. Uh, we have the Rams at Pittsburgh, 425 p.m. on Fox, and that's a tough one for the Steelers. But they've, I've given it to the Steelers. They, without, you know, they're 4-4, and, four and, four and they're, they're still in the yeah. hunt. So, well, and yeah. Mason Rudolph's good. Mason Rudolph's a good quarterback. Yeah. He's, He's done okay. Yeah. And if the, if the Patriots beat the Ravens tonight, they'll just be a game out. So, you know. Right. Yeah. Minnesota at Dallas, uh, 820 p.m., and that's a Sunday night game on NBC. Then okay. we have Monday night, we have Seattle at San Francisco. Good game there, 8.15 p.m. Ooh, on ESPN. Monday game, finally. Yes. And, right. uh, and the bye the buy teams are Denver, Jacksonville, Houston, uh, New England, and Philadelphia, and Washington. So six oh, teams. this is a six-week buy. Six-team yep. buy. Yep. So this is, this is the one where uh, the fantasy teams are decimated. You'll hear yes. all kinds of complaints about that all, all weekend. Well, let's get to our calls. We do have one, so if anybody wants to get in here before we go to break, uh, Pam, I assume you're a very happy Chiefs fan tonight. Yeah, I am. Uh, we finally won a home game. Yep. Also, um, just on a, on a quick note, Andy Reid in his press conference said there were no further injuries. We Good. have had our share of injuries, the offense, and the defense hasn't been worth a crap. They did, however, seems as if when 
as Pat Mahomes has, has been out, the defense has seemed to come alive. They certainly stepped up at the end of the game today, though, didn't they? Oh, yeah. And we, have yep. got a, we, we, we do have a butt kicker. <laughs> that's what Andy uh, Reid says. Yep. Okay. Well, that's good for the Chiefs. They really needed that win again. Any other NFL notes that anybody has? Uh, no, I haven't heard oh, any. No, well, of so. course, the trade, deadline, the trade deadline came, but nothing really of significance. I mean, the, when the biggest trade is a keep to leave, who's hurt, you know, basically for some cap room, you know, for financial reasons to Miami, uh, you know, basically getting a future pick. I mean, that was nothing really, that was about the most significant thing that yeah, came the, out of the, that. All that was accomplished there, the Rams got salary cap room for, for their future. So, you know. Yes. Well, we've just hit the bottom of the hour, so why don't we do this? We'll take our break, then we'll come back. Uh, Bill's got a message he could play for us about the Breeders' Cup. That'll take about a minute, and then he'll tell us who's listening, and then we'll go on to other stuff. So here's your two-minute spot break. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Hi, everybody. You're on Sports Lounge Live. This is Jerry, and I want to report on the Breeders' Cup Classic last night. The Breeders' Cup Classic signifies the end of horse racing in North America each year. A lot of times it determines uh, horse of the year. The horse that won the Breeders' Classic this year was Vino Rosa. Vino Rosa was in... Uh, a couple of the races of the in the Triple Crown, the Kentucky Derby, and I think the Belmont, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, he didn't lead the whole way. A horse named McKenzie led most of the way, but uh, Vino Rosa caught up with him near the end of the race. 
So that's the report on this year's Breeders' Cup Classic, and everybody have a great day. Thank you very much, Jerry. Really appreciate that. Our uh, score we... update for people, Baltimore 7, New England nothing. Oops. All right. Okay. Thank you. We're going to switch over to who in the world might be listening. Let's All say right. hello to Forest City, Iowa. That would be, that'd be Wayne. How you doing, Wayne? All right. And Gonzalez, Louisiana. We know who that is. Hello, Pierre. Let's go back over to Germany. We have a lot of uh, people from Germany listening. Could be okay. service-related. Knoxville. Hello, Karen. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Warren, Michigan. We have a lot of Michigan people. Mm-hmm. Braintree, Massachusetts. There's Rick. Montreal, Quebec again. All right. St. Louis, they're probably, Missouri. They're probably in a good mood after the Nationals win the World Series, you know. That's yeah. right. Yeah, they are. Wheeling, yeah. Illinois, we probably, that might be a 708. Who knows? Now we got another. North Canton, Ohio. Who might that be? I don't know. Is Judy in North Canton, Ohio? I don't, I don't know. know. She, or she doesn't usually listen. Well, near the Pro Football Hall of Fame, anyway. Right. That, Little Rock, well, Arkansas. That's, that's we have we're quite a following. Well, it, it could be Susie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It might be Sue. Hello, Sue. Sue or Judy. Yeah, Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay. Commerce, Michigan. I don't think I've seen that one before. We have a lot of no. Michigan listeners, but Lance, Michigan is very familiar. Okay. There's another German listener, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Hello, Twin Cities. Yeah, hello. Another Minneapolis. And that's pretty much it all on this particular scan. So I'm going to turn it back over to you guys and go get myself something to drink. Well, I guess we'll do, since we mentioned the Nationals, we'll do do the baseball. And we've got a few odds and ends, of course. We're going to, we have a record that that will never be broken that was set in the World Series this year. It can never be broken. Uh, All the road teams. It can only be tied. It can only be tied. All all games were run, won by the road teams. And I pointed out, too, that nine World Series road games that have been won in a row because the Red Sox won their last two games in Los Angeles. So there were those, and then they we had the seven in this series. So nine in a row have been won by the road team. That's pretty amazing. And not only not only was it a uh, record, and it's never been done in any of the sports to play best of seven finals. No, that's right. Uh, the ne- only one, from... and, and even six had not been done. Five no. was, was the most. And I, I told people about the one I was familiar with, the Celtics and Bucks, uh-huh. at five and seventy four. But then we when we got to six, we found out that was a record, and then we got to seven. And Washington came from behind to win that game. Uh, you know, win the series uh, four games to three, of course, won the game, I think it was six to two. They were behind yes, early in the game and uh, yeah. came back and won it. And uh, it was a very quiet, uh, you know, uh, feel, uh, you know, what do you, what's the name of that park? I don't remember anymore. Uh, Minute Maid. Minute Maid. I was going to say Enron, and that's wrong. But, uh, no, it was very quiet there. And uh, But the Washington fans really deserve it. There are fans that go back to the old senators and the new senators. Yes, they didn't have a team from 71 to 05, 72 through 05, 04. But, you know, you look at the Expos, who might have won it a couple of times. They're fans. You look at the Washington fans who had a team taken away. They hadn't won since 1924. So they are not the, the most deserving fans that have had a team continuously still remain the Cleveland Indians. For, for 1948, that's the one that needs to get done. If we're going to do our bucket list of championships like the Cubs and the Red Sox and the White Sox, some of these things we've done in the last 15 years, we need to throw the Indians in there, too, and get them one. But other than that, uh, you know, this was quite a win, and I guess they had quite a time, a parade, so forth. And uh, so that was good. Uh, and what we, what, since we're still talking about the Nationals, what was that comment you heard uh, about uh, the Phillies and Nationals there, uh, Perry? Why don't you tell them about that? This morning I was listening to the to the front office, and, and uh, a fan had called in 
and uh, wanted Anthony Rendon to sign with the Phillies. And Jim Bowden says, well, from what I've been told, Anthony Rendon is not going to the Phillies to play with Bryce Harper. So that would okay. that would make you think that uh, Bryce Harper may have been more of an issue than, than you thought. Well, right. it seemed like it was all about the Bryce Harper in the early part of their uh, run. It was all about Steven Strasburg and his pitching, and we'll get to him in a minute, and his pitch counts and his innings and all that. And then it became all about Bryce Harper. And uh, now Philadelphia's got that problem, but, uh, you know, we'll see how they do with it. But we had some managerial uh, namings this week, yes. I guess you could say. Uh, mm-hmm. Carlos Beltran was named the manager of the Mets. And uh, what what do people and in Mets fan, think Mets about fans that? are Mets fans are not pleased about that because no, they not. wanted they wanted somebody with um, experience, experience and they yeah. they feel pretty much the same as what Cup fans do is this guy is pretty much going to be beholden to the front office. Yeah, yep. yeah. But Kansas City fans, I think, would be pretty happy with Mike Matheny. I mean, he he had his Cardinals contending. It's it's hard with the Royals. They've, they've got a long way to go. But I think he's a guy who knows baseball, and I think he's he's got a track record. And uh, somebody like that would not have bothered the Mets fans either. You know, somebody no. who's at least been been a manager. They, but, they, that, the Mets fans wanted somebody with major league experience. But you know? what is going on in Pittsburgh and San Francisco, Perry? Well, we were talking about in, this the other in night. In Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh, their managerial search is going to have to start completely over because uh, they fired Neil Huntington, their general manager. So now they have to hire a general manager. And then once that's done, that general manager then hires a manager. Okay. Yeah. So they're they're behind the eight ball. But, I mean, basically the jobs, the, the dance cards are pretty full other than the Giants. What's going on other there? Other than the Giants. And the latest information there is it is likely Gabe Kapler. Yeah, and uh, I'll, I, I guarantee you for, for somebody that reads the San Francisco Chronicle on a daily basis, the Chronicle is a lot like the Boston Globe. When they're not happy about something, they will write article after article after article pointing out the reasons why this should not happen. Apparently, uh, Mr. Kapler was involved with the Dodgers situation with domestic violence issues in the minor leagues, and he didn't handle those properly. And, of course, all the writers in San Francisco are talking to all the writers in Philadelphia, and they've talked about all the mistakes he made in Philadelphia for the two years he was there. Uh, if you go by what's being written in the Bay Area papers, they're not happy about it. And I don't know how the Giants fans feel because, you know, nothing's been made official yet. But from what I'm reading in the press anyway, it, it's not going to go over well if that's a choice. Yeah, I, I was not hearing good things about him in Philadelphia. People were thinking that he was uh, varying too much, not so much from the analytics scripts, but just baseball stuff. He was just doing weird stuff that they, they didn't think was right. And, uh, you know, I think that Girardi, the, uh, Girardi they're going to feel – I think the Phillies are going to sell a lot of season tickets. When you, you've got Bryce Harper and you've got uh, Girardi, I think that's a real recipe for people to at least buy tickets and see what's going to happen. And, you know, well, maybe, with, maybe with a more experienced manager, Chris, maybe a guy like Girardi can, can get out of Harper what, what Kapler could Right, right, right. And the Red Sox did make it official on Monday, in which we knew Heim Bloom. We, we mispronounced his name the other day because it is C-H-A-I-M, but it's pronounced Heim, as I thought it might be. And Heim Bloom was uh, was hired at the, uh, was it chief, uh, what is it, baseball officer? Uh, chief baseball of baseball officer. officer, yeah. CBO they came up with for him. Yep. And uh, so he's going to be ahead of, over Ryan O'Halloran, who is going to be the general manager. So basically, though, the guy making the baseball decisions is going to be Heim Bloom, but he's going to, he he talked many times in his press conference, guys. I heard him on, well, not press conference, but I heard him on with uh, uh, Lou Merloni and Glenn Ordway and so forth, and uh, I had about 15, 20-minute interview with them, and he was talking about collaboration, and that's the big thing, and 
apparently what people were saying. And then there was an article that Dan Shaughnessy wrote that basically uh, kind of gave it to Dombrowski that he just did things, didn't tell anybody what was, going, what was going on. So they don't like that over there. So whatever they do, whether they keep Mookie or they get rid of Mookie or keep Martinez, it'll be done as a group. And uh, no one's going to take full credit or full blame for anything, I guess. And you're hearing the same, you're hearing the same stuff, Chris, with the Red Sox as you are the Cubs. They want to get below that tax too. Yes. Yes. And the reason for that is, the reason for that is as you go, as you're over the tax longer, it gets worse. I'm not exactly sure what the numbers are, but you know, it'll start at like 3%, then gradually it gets worse. And if you're over it for like four to five years, eventually you're in that 30, 40%. and, and, And that's a lot of money. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, tomorrow is the deadline for Martinez to decide whether to opt in or opt out of his contract. Okay, so so, so we had a few moves. Geraldus um, uh, Chapman was ex- extended by the Yankees, uh, despite giving up that uh, home run. But you know, he's he's a good relief pitcher. He's probably the best in the league, actually. What he, he yeah, what he did is he out. opted out of his deal, Chris, and then what they they quickly negotiated to just add a year onto it. Right. Yeah. So he'll be there, and but uh, Steven Strasburg, and may, he may still come back to the Nationals, but he's going to be uh, testing the free agent waters. He and is Robert, now. You, uh, Scott Boris did say uh, that he will begin negotiating with the Nationals to extend this. So uh, for their fans, hopefully they get something done. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know, we'll see. And. Uh, uh, Incarnacion, uh, was it Juan Incarnacion? Uh, no, Edwin. Edwin. Edwin Incarnacion, that's right. He was yeah. extended by the Yankees. Uh, no, 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 he's, he's going to be gone from the Yankees. They yes, did not that's right. uh, pick up their option yeah. on yeah. him. So he'll um, be out there for somebody who needs a DH like the Red, like if the Red Sox were to lose Martinez, he correct. might be here. Yeah. Anthony Rizzo's option with the Cubs for $16.5 million, that was picked up today. So yeah. for our uh, our friend in uh, Gonzales, Louisiana, we can tell you that Anthony Rizzo will not be the one that is traded to get below the tax. Well, that's uh, no, and uh, uh, the Cubs also uh, uh, picked up uh, Quintana's uh, option. and, and uh, Okay, well, there's another $11 million. And uh, J- Jason Hayward uh, opted in, and so did you, Darvish, Perry. So there you go. Yeah. So I've got a question for you. Baseball world, oh. and it's a, you know, it's a guy that we certainly uh, know about because we heard him on the air as much as we heard him uh, playing ball, too. Ron Fairley, he died at 81 years old. Uh, he came up with the Dodgers in 58, so he did not play in Brooklyn, uh, just the Los Angeles Dodgers, 58 to 69. Then he went to the Montreal Expos from 69 through 74. Then the St. Louis Cardinals, 75 and 76. And then they played 15 games at the end of the 76 season uh, for Oakland. They were doing one last uh, push. When they couldn't get rid of uh, Blue and Finger, and Rudy in June, they did push one push, uh, one last push to win the division, which they did not do. And then, of course, they broke up the whole team the next yeah. year. But don't, so don't fairly came me. in, yeah. yeah. So fairly yeah. came in for that part of the season, and then he went to Toronto in the, in '77, the and then California Angels in '78. Uh, he was a, a two-time All-Star, and he won three World Series rings uh, with the Dodgers. And then uh, he had a 2.66 uh, batting average with 215 home runs. Then he started his broadcasting career, and then, uh, let's see, he was an analyst with the Angels uh, for TV and radio, so would have worked with uh, Bob Starr and I don't know who all. From Dick Enberg. Dick Enberg, I guess, for a while there, 79 through 86. Then with the Giants, I don't know who he worked with with the Giants in, on radio from 87 through 92, but he was there. Uh, then we, he went to Seattle, where he was for a long time, from 93 through 06. And, of course, he worked there with Dave Niehaus and, and uh, Rick Riz. And uh, then he uh, did some fill-in work after that uh, from, from time to time, a few games here and there. 
So, but basically, he was a, as much a broadcaster as, as he was a ball player. Pretty good ball player, and uh, I guess he was. What did you guys think of him as a broadcaster? He was, it was all right, I guess. I thought he was all right. All right. I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a Giants fan, but I, I thought he did a decent job. When did he, he do there. much play-by-play, or he's pretty much an analyst? No, he did play-by-play also. Okay, all right. Before so we get to our Ford Frick candidate, Bill, did you have something yes. you wanted to get in, in baseball? Yeah, just real quick for Robert. All right, Robert, what happens to people like Homer Bailey and what's the guy's name that played with the Reds or Rourke or Tanner um, They become free agents, uh, Bill. And are they going, um, you know, Oakland they going uh, to pick them back up? They were both going to be free agents at the end of the year. Now, the A's could resign them if they want to, but they have a lot of younger pitchers that uh, – uh, they're going to depend on, so I don't know if any of them will be brought back. You know, I former read Billy Hamilton's contract was not picked up by the Braves at seven no, and a half means, million. That means he'll be free to go anywhere uh, that yeah. anybody wants him. I, I just didn't know if there was any interest in Oakland for those two pitchers. Uh, it, uh, I don't. It's that that situation is so hard to figure because. We had so many pitchers hurt the last two years that had Tommy John surgeries and whatnot. Um, I really don't know what direction, but I know they have a lot of young pitchers that they can't wait to start using if they're healthy. So, yeah, spring training is going to, uh, you know, solve a lot of these issues. One more, one more baseball note here, too. Michael Pineda, who pitched with the Twins this year and, of course, was suspended for um, uh, PD use, uh, is a free agent and whoever signs him remember he is not eligible to begin the season and uh because of being suspended he will not be eligible for the playoffs next year either for whoever signs him i know and i think he's got like 40 games left on that suspension period yes he does i I don't know if anybody's going to sign him right away but let's talk about the ford frick award for just a minute because we do have some pretty good candidates out there for this yeah. you know they're still broadcasting uh joe castiglione of the red sox pat hughes the cubs tom hamilton of the indians uh hawk harrelson formerly of the white Sox, uh ned martin who i believe chris was in boston correct yeah that's right yes, 61 through 92 32 years with the red sox so those are, those are some of your oh Mike Shannon of the Cardinals I don't yep. I don't know that I consider Mike Shannon a Hall of Fame announcer though but well he's no. been there for yeah he's been there for you might get it for the longevity alone Perry well there's a lot of people you know they, 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 this is a very senior group Pat Hughes Joe Castiglione Mike Shannon they've, they've all yeah. been there for over thirty years yeah and Tom 40, Hamilton so. Tom Hamilton yeah. too so yeah yep. no but that's a that's a very good list I mean if you it is. I. I mean, like I say, I don't know that I consider Mike Shannon a Hall of Fame announcer. I don't personally, I don't think Hawk Harrelson maybe was a Hall of Fame announcer. But other than those two, I don't think you could go wrong. And I, I mean, and Ned Martin, I've, I've not heard. But other than those, I don't think you go wrong either way. Well, and the thing Ned Martin has is he did he did some playoffs, uh, you know, with Ernie Harwell and stuff on CBS Radio back in the day. Yeah. So people know him on the net. And he called the Carlton. He was the, the radio call of the Carlton Fisk home run. It also helps to have a famous call in your yeah. repertoire to get you in too. And it also does. for the for the writers award, uh, Nick Cafardo is up for that also. Oh, good. Uh, good. I, I can tell you from reading him for the last several years, he definitely deserves. That. That award, he, yeah, you know, so yeah, he, he, he was a very good baseball reporter. Yeah. Well, before we uh, move to our next topic, let me. Hey, Jamal. Hello. How are you? Hey. All right. I want to talk about the Ford Frick Award. I don't even want to talk about the damn Bears, but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you're just fed, you're just Jamal. You're just fed up with them. Uh, 
it'll take short of a miracle for them to go to the postseason. Uh, can you blame them? Hope that DLT is playing the rules. And even if they would have gone 11 and 5 without some of these problems, and the NFC did still be hard pressed because I think the loser of the West and the loser of the South will probably have in the neighborhood of 12 wins. Right. But, yeah, but, with all, but with all that being said about the four trick candidates, uh, I'm a, as a White Sox fan, I would support Pat Hughes as the as the Ford Freight candidate. With all due respect to Mr. Harrelson, he was a halfway decent TV announcer. He damn near set back the franchise when Jerry Reiser let him be the general manager in 86. Uh, thank you for and, firing Tony LaRusso, Jamal. Oh, I appreciate God. that. Oh, God. Don't, and and <laughs> some of the bonehead stuff he did. So, no. Hawk should, no way Hawk should be the Hall of Fame as a visitor, not as a broadcaster or as a participant in it. I think that Tom Hamilton deserves it. I think that, uh, that Mike Shannon, no, he doesn't deserve it either. Bless his heart. The man too far out of it at this point, broadcast-wise. You got you have a French Canadian broadcaster who is also a board who broadcasts the Expos. Oh yeah, and I, for, I forget also, his name. Yeah. And Dwayne Tash was also up now. I've heard Dwayne yes. Tash works pretty solid, but I'm sorry, he's not. A, he's a guy yeah. who I think he's pretty boring. Yeah. Make a case for Hall of Fame. I mean, John Rooney you can make a better case for for crying out. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. think John Rooney should yeah. get in sometime. But, but, I, but, I just wish, but I just wish, though, that they had multiple candidates going in for the fourth trick at the same time because the majority of these guys deserve to go in, and I wish they'd just do more than one at a time. Yeah, and you, you know, figure if you look at some of them there, you know, Mike Shannon, Joe Castiglione, you know, they're, they're, uh, Pat Hughes isn't young. You know, they're, they're going to still be around when they when they get in, you know, right. down the road. I was yeah. listening to a game yesterday, uh, XM, you know, now that the season is over, they'll start playing classic games on the weekends sometimes, and, and they were playing the uh, Cardinal series with, the, with uh, the Dodgers, and I believe it was in 85. Oh, yeah. And uh, Mike Shannon was, was certainly much, I mean, he wasn't a great announcer, but working with Jack Buck, he was much better as that second announcer than he is, you know, having to be the first announcer. Yes. And uh, the way this committee works, just for those that don't know, uh, all the living members of the uh, that had uh, previously received the award, they get to vote on this. Uh, anybody that covers media for a living, they get to vote on this. That, that's how it works. Okay. Oh, here we go. Okay. Well, All let's right. hit a little college football, and there really wasn't much yesterday. No, Appalachian State. Like a, Appalachian like let's go ahead break. and break. Let's go ahead yeah. and go with the. Uh, let's go ahead and go with the first of the bigger stories off the field. Of course, Willie Taggart. He's out at Florida State. Didn't even make it to his end of his third nope. season. No, not the end of his second. He, he didn't make it to the end, end of his second season. season. End of his second season. That's right, because Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, he replaced Jimbo Fisher, so he didn't even make it to the end of his second season because Miami trounced him. But really, like I said, he's out. Uh, not much on the field. I mean, Georgia took care of Florida, uh, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech. That was an interesting game. SMU, well, they're not undefeated anymore. Them and Appalachian State. So now the watch is on San Diego State as the highest-ranked group of five. They've stuck into the top into Ooh. the top 25 now. Ted, now. Ted so Leitner, Leitner going to New Year's Six Bowl. Oh, boy. All he right. Be. Cool. Ted Leitner could be doing a New Year's Six. He, he right. might. It depends. So now, but, but, now the, the rankings, your first rankings will come out Tuesday. And I said we were going to do this. Eastern, yep. Before we were going to go on the show, out. I said we were going to do this. So Sean is going to tell us if, if he right. were voting, gonna, the top five would be who? All right, I'm going to go on my top five. I'm going LSU number one, Alabama two, Ohio State three, Clemson four, Penn State five as of right now. Penn, but, uh, you know, like I said, Ohio State, Penn State, 
They have to play each other. LSU, Alabama, they play this weekend. Clemson has it easy. Uh, you know, because those teams are all undefeated, and Baylor, that's the only other yeah, undefeated and, uh, team Minnesota, right now. Minnesota, too. And Minnesota and is Minnesota, playing Minnesota. Baylor and Baylor, yeah, and I should Penn State. Yeah, Minnesota. I'm saying this week. What I'm saying is, besides LSU and Alabama, this week we have uh, Penn State and Minnesota playing. Penn State, Minnesota. That's right. They're play, they're playing. That's a pretty big game. Uh, you know, but they're right. I mean, I'm going. I still have you know Penn State right now on the outside looking in, but Penn State has Ohio State. So they got Minnesota, LSU. After they get through by Alabama, even by losing, I still have the. I could still see them going to the playoff because. They have it pretty easy. Alabama has LSU. They have Auburn and probably Georgia after yesterday in the conference championship. Whoever's coming out of the West looks like they're going to have Georgia. So Alabama could have some teams sneak up where LSU has gotten to a lot of Georgia Georgia could play their way back in should they keep winning. Right. That's right. Yeah, they they could play their way back in. Uh, they, They could. I think they have. Do they have Auburn coming up too? I think. And Georgia still yeah, Auburn. I'm not sure. Uh, I believe in yeah, two weeks. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma could also. Well, they're playing sneak. Baylor at some point, right? They, yeah, haven't they them have yet. to play Baylor. They could sneak their way back into it. But a bunch of stuff, I think, would have to happen before right. Oklahoma uh, to get back in. I mean, the Pac-12, their team, their teams are out. I mean, or God, USC. Well, <laughs> you know, that's just. But it really, yesterday was just kind of a. Uh, a lot of teams had bye weeks, and a lot of the SEC teams were playing Conference USA teams and others. So, uh, yeah. But. Well, that's so what's coming to... up in college football. But what's coming up for us is Shelly. Go ahead, Shelly. Hello, guys. I'm sorry. I just wanted to let you know, Chris, what's going on with these Patriots? It's ten nothing. I don't know. They they often don't start well until I start to listen, and sometimes they come back. I remember this happened with the Lions well, last we year. We have to end the show now. Goodbye. <laughs> well, I will. Yeah. I will. I will do the best I can when I get back. But uh, anyway, Chris, I had a bad enough week. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, you won't be the only one that misses if the Patriots, uh, you know, don't. Yeah, win, no, that's but, right. That's and, for sure. So but, I guess we can get. Uh, do we want to go to well, the NBA also, now? We will say. We'll say. Also, college basketball does start this that's week. True. Uh, uh, you have uh, some conference games in the ACC, which is kind of odd, but it's starting earlier and earlier because usually it was Thanksgiving week, then it was the whole Veterans Day thing, and now they're starting to, there's games Tuesday night. Most of the teams are playing. Uh, uh, I, I was just looking at really, the biggest games on Tuesday night, that thing, you know, they always do with Kansas, Duke, Michigan State, yeah. and Kentucky, and the, those are the teams I believe playing. And that, that is, is on where, Tuesday night. And that is where uh, the, uh, the the rankings the the rankings show will be in between those games. That's the way they do that because usually that's the second week of the rankings. Though, but they'll do that at the, at the conclusion of the first, and then you know that little between that they do. So it'll be yeah. around approximately nine p.m. Eastern is, when the is it starting early because they have more games in the season now? Is that what the deal is? I don't think they have more games, but I think what it is they want to get some games in because there's more of these tournaments. There's a there's a lot more of these tournaments this year. These coaches versus cancer tournaments and uh, Bahamas classics and you know the uh-huh. all these you know all these other tournaments. And before we get off college sports, Sean, why don't you talk about what happened this week with the NCAA? Where they finally oh, made yes. a pronouncement? Yes. NCAA came out and they stated that they are looking. They are looking into. They will be looking into a model to where a player could benefit and make money off of their likeness and or branding, you know, doing commercials, working camps, 
They said they hope to have something in place by the you know January of 21. This comes on the heels of Florida introducing a similar bill to California and Texas, Alabama, and New York also looking at similar bills. And, and many other so, states, too. And many other states also. Doing yeah, it, so, so so it's gonna it, you know so this is gonna keep the NCAA. I mean, this was a thing they were gonna not survive if they didn't do this because they were just, people were just gonna laugh yeah. at them as a joke and uh, just go and do their own thing. So I guess we should probably talk a little NBA and we, we should. should. I, I think the highlight of the NBA this week had to be the Rockets and the Wizards game on Wednesday. One fifty nine for the Rockets, one fifty eight for the Wizards, and that was a regulation game. Yeah, Boy, no overtime required. I, I, right. You know what? I like that, though, in the NBA. The scoring is way up, and I, and you know what? That's what the fans want to see. They do. Um, the thing is, uh, that was the same night as the seventh game of the World Series, so it yeah, usually it happens. Houston won one game, and Washington won the other. This happens so often when you see teams <laughs> play each other like that. Uh, but the, another thing, uh, Robert, we're going to give you a minute or two to vent about your Warriors. Oh, uh, the Warriors are the match unit of the NBA. Um uh, Steph Curry got hurt this week uh, uh, in the Phoenix game on Monday. Uh, somebody fell on his left hand and it and broke it, and he'll be uh, he'll be out for at least three months. And they said he won't even be ready to play in three months. They're going to update us in three months on what his condition will be. I have a feeling that the 2019-2020 Warriors are going to copy the 1996-1997 San Antonio Spurs and work their way into the lottery. My question is, um, there's no Tim Duncan in this year's lottery, so no, I don't know who. Much freshman this year. Yeah, I, I don't know who we're going to wind up with, but I have a feeling that's the way the Warriors are going to wind up because had they made the playoffs this year, their first-round draft pick would have went to the Brooklyn Nets as part of the sign-and-trade with uh, uh, Kevin Durant and D'Angelo Russell. And D'Angelo Russell also got hurt on Friday. Draymond Green got hurt on Friday. So right now we, it's a whole bunch of CBA players, right? And, uh, and by the way, uh, Kevin, Kevin Durant them. did say, speaking of Kevin Durant, he did say that Draymond Green was one of the reasons he left the Warriors. Uh, yeah, and I, I can't blame and, him for that. And you could call them, I guess you could call them Wounded Warriors. Yeah, they, uh, they yes, are. Def- you could indeed, yeah. especially as we get closer to Veterans Day. That's very yeah. good. Yeah, that's, yeah, for Veterans Day, that is for you. Yeah, yeah uh, no, but I have a feeling uh, for those, I mean, a lot of people are going to show up at the games this year because they're, they're going to want to see what the new arena's like and all that kind of stuff. But uh, this, for Warriors fans in the Bay Area in Northern California, they better get used to lots of losses because I have a feeling that's the direction we're headed. So we had one uh, death in the NBA uh, circle. Al Bianchi uh, died. He was 87 years old. He played for the Syracuse Nationals and then the Philadelphia 76ers because the Nationals moved to the to Philadelphia in 63-64. So he was with that franchise for 56 or 66. Then he went uh, to uh, Chicago. He retired, but he was assistant to Red Kerr as the first coach of the yeah. you know assistant coach for the Bulls because Red Kerr and he were teammates uh, in that you know for that team. So he was an assistant under him for a year, uh, 66 and 67. Then he went to Seattle as a head coach from 67 through 69. So he was their first uh, head coach. Then he went to the coach and GM of the Virginia Squires in the ABA uh, from 69 through 75. And then 76, he went to be an assistant with Phoenix. 
and with John McLeod, and I think he was there as a Phoenix assistant, I think 76 or 87, I think it says here. Yeah, and, and he was he, part of the coaching staff when the Suns played the Celtics, Chris. That's right. So, yeah. that, I remember that, that day very well. And then yes. uh, in, in 87, uh, he went to the Knicks, and he was the GM of the Knicks from 87 through 91, and that would have mean that was a guy he was, would have hired Rick Pitino right around that time. So that is Rick correct. Pitino went over there, and then he went uh, to did some scouting for the Phoenix, and then he was a consultant with the Warriors from 04 through 09, but uh, he was uh, a good player. He was a guard, and I do remember him. Uh, he and Dolph Shays, Red Kerr, Johnny Greer, uh, you know, the uh, Larry Costello. They were a good team, and they were a big rival for the Celtics in the late 50s and early 60s. Yeah. And, Robert, I believe you have a little boxing history. Uh, uh, yeah, um, there was yeah. some boxing history made last night. Um, now, we've had other champions, uh, you know, win four titles in four different weight classes. But for the first time in boxing history, we had a Mexican actually accomplish this feat. Not even the great Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. pulled this off. Uh, Canelo Alvarez last night became the first Mexican boxer in, in history to win his fourth title in a fourth different weight class. He's won titles at 154, 160, 168, and he became the light, one of the light heavyweight champions last night at 175. So... Uh, uh, he is the number one man as far as uh, boxing and as far as the most money being made. And so whenever he wants to fight somebody, he normally gets his wish. So it'll be interesting to see because now he's got three. He, he currently holds three different titles in three different weight classes. So it'll be interesting to see what division he decides to fight in next or stay in or whatever. So uh, that and the last, last that, night. the last note that I know about that we might want to talk about is Tiger Woods because he tied Sam Snead for the all-time uh, uh, top box for wins. He now has um, 82. 82 wins. He won a uh, tournament in uh, Japan, the Zozo tournament. I don't know what a Zozo is or who they are, but uh, they've got a tournament in Japan. And uh, whether it's a company or they make, make Zozos over there, maybe they have yo-yos. I don't even know. Um, yeah. just, uh, what do I know? But he's got his 82nd win. Uh, he's certainly not going to you know, catch the uh, Jack Nicholas for the uh, majors title or anything like that. We know well, that, he's, but... got, he's got 15 majors, and Jack has 18. So they, yeah, there, is a possi- maybe, there is but... a possibility he could still do that. And I, one other I note. When, when you see a guy that old that you know as he is he could maybe pull off one a year or something but not dominate like that yeah one other note we should pass along for nascar fans kevin harvick won the race today so okay yeah all right all right well folks we want to thank everybody for listening and remember of course if you want to leave a comment throughout the week 800-693-0595 option two is how you do that uh also, uh, you can download the podcast by going to legendoldies.com or typing in, in your podcatcher, type in worldwide, all one word, workspace, legend, selecting Sports Lounge Live, or on your smart device, just say play uh, legend podcast and keep going, going until you get Sports Lounge Live, or check it out at 773-572-7715. And you can also do that for the All Things Radio and Coffee Club. You can go to all those options, but All Things Radio is 773-572-3137, and the Coffee Club is 773-572-6353. So, but all those options will get you all three podcasts. And next week, yeah, we'll have we'll be coming off some pretty interesting stuff, pretty interesting games. I think next week in NFL yep. and college. So yeah, we will. Yes, uh, we so I, it's my job now to go back straight out Patriots. So yeah, I will, yes, it is. Yeah. So we will yeah, let you do that, Chris. Chris we will. Patriots. We'll see you next week.